fear of God, the consequences of our action, and living with intention. These are some of the topics we're going to talk about in this must-listen episode. Welcome back. I'm Gila Ross, host of the Power Up podcast, where we share short, relatable ideas that impact and upgrade our everyday lives. And I'm going to tell you two interesting stories. Okay, so these stories actually come from the Gemara. So what is the story? Story number one is there was a bit a plague, right? I guess we, we kind of know about plagues nowadays. You know, a couple of years ago, <laughs> said a story like that, and it sounds like completely what it is, but we, we kind of know about it, right? So what happens in, in the story is that there's a plague. There's a plague and in, in the town, and there's one particular neighborhood where no one gets catches this plague. No one gets hurt from it. No one, no one um, dies, right? There's no, there's, you know, they're all safe. So the people in the neighborhood are thinking, why? And there's a very holy rabbi that lives there. So they're saying it must be because of this rabbi. It must be because of his merit that our whole neighborhood got saved. But they're told actually no. What happens is they have a dream and what happens is that they're told that it's in the merit of someone else who there is somebody in the neighborhood who um, who on his merit, he was, his merit, he, the entire neighborhood was saved from this plague. So what was his merit? What was this wonderful thing that this person did? I'll, I'll tell you, because I bet none of you would, would, would get it. So the wonderful thing that this person did was that he lent out his shovel when it came to burying other people. So when anyone else in the, in, in the, in the neighborhood needed to, God forbid, bury someone else, he would say, here, take my shovel. Little thing, right? You, you, you know, if you'd hear about it, you'd think, okay, very nice guy, you know, but you wouldn't think like, wow, he's the hero of, the, of, of, of our neighborhood. But he was on his, because of him, the entire neighborhood was saved. Interestingly, there's, there's a concept that God's, of a middle connected middle, which means that God treats us the way we treat others. God runs the world in a way that um, our actions um, are, are reflected, right? Because he helped other people um, get buried he, uh, with, with his shovel, he protected them um, by, um, he protected them from the plague. Okay, that's story number one. Now that there's a second story, right? What happens is, is there's a fire. There's a fire in, in, in the town. And there's one particular neighborhood which gets saved from, from that town, from that fire. And again, there's a rabbi that lives in the town. The people are like, ah, must be in that rabbi's merit. Except they have a dream. And in the dream, they're told, no. Actually, the reason why they, why they got saved is because there's a woman. What do you think this woman did? She heated up her oven and let other people use her oven, right? So obviously nowadays, most people have an oven, but back in those days, not everyone had an oven. So if she had an oven, so she would, you know, heat her oven and let other people bake their stuff in it, right? If you think about it, let's say, you know, your neighbor tells you, my oven's broken, can I heat up my supper in your oven? Would you do it? Drop it, drop it, a yes in the comments if you would, or just, you know, thumbs up if you would. If the neighbor was not. <laughs> oh. 
Did, did you? Well, you should. Yeah. Okay. Get rid. Of, okay. It's all kosher and all that. We have. Oh, we have at least someone here who's going to help their, their their neighbor. Okay. Um. Right. Of course, we have we have a couple of 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 a co of courses. Yeah. And would you think to yourself, oh my goodness, like I just did this amazing thing? No, you think like, yes. Um. Um. You know, it's it's a nice thing to do, but it's not something that you know you'd go there and you'd be like. Wow, this year I did this amazing thing. I helped my neighbor warm up their, their supper. Yeah, we have a couple of thumbs up on, on Instagram as well, right? We, we would, you know, let, yes. And, and we have a few people that are offering to do the neighbor's washing as well. I will be in, um, um, I will be in touch with you after this class. Do you do the folding and deliver and putting away service as well? Um, all right, so... So what, um, so, so, okay, so, so here you have seemingly two people that do tiny little things, right? Tiny little acts of kindness. And because of their tiny little act, um, um, acts of kindness, their, in, their entire neighborhood is, is saved. Now, let's, let's think about it. How does it work um, 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 that way, right? Like, to clarify the question a little bit, how, what, like how does how does how do our actions have consequences? How does it work? In your mind, what's the process of you know if I was if this person was kind and lent out the shovel, this person was kind and lent out um, their oven. How does it work that they are then the conduit for which an entire neighborhood gets saved? Any thoughts? Any ideas? If you're on Instagram, you can you can drop it in the comments. Um, otherwise, you can just you know, weigh in. If you're in person, you can even say it for sure. And if you're on Zoom, you can also in the comments or, or, and if you're stumped, you can say that too. I'll give you a sec. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm gonna throw out another question at you. Keep it, keep it, keep in mind this question, um, that question, and I'm gonna, gonna come back to it. And I think this is, a, this is a, big, a big one. And I think it's something that comes up a lot um, it doesn't come, not necessarily comes up a lot, but it's it's a big topic that that sort of is is um, you know. Let me just get to it. Right, cut to the, the question, and that is, what's our relationship with God supposed to be like? What is it based on? Love, fear, combination of both. Trust. Trust. There's definitely, there's definitely trust. Belief. Sorry? Sorry, again, belief. Belief, trust. Believe in each other. Yeah, I would say, though, that trust and belief is, is the first step, right? You, yeah. Kind of the foundation of, of the relationship, because if you don't trust, if you don't, if you don't believe, right, there's no relationship. If you don't trust, it's a very weak relationship. But we have, we have fear and love and trust. Okay, let's talk about fear because I think fear is a little bit of the one that we have. Uh, I think if I'm, if I, if I can say this, we have a little bit of an emotional reaction too, right? Because love of God, we can all get behind that, right? Like you know, we know that uh, we're told that you know God created the world in order to give us good, right? God created the world to to benefit us. We can get behind that love, but what does it mean fear? Who wants to be in a relationship with someone they fear? Well, to respect, I suppose, is an element of normal. Okay, respect, I think, is different than fear. 
So, no? Um, oh, it's a good question, though. Is respect different than fear? It is, but you've got the fear of getting wrong, haven't you? Not being... Okay, so you're so you're saying what the what the um, what you're saying that the fear should be a fear of doing wrong. Okay, anyone else wants to 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 weigh in on on it? Do you think that we should fear God? Do you think? Well, what are your thoughts? Um, I feel sometimes that God could be like a devil's advocate, but not in a bad way, but in a positive way so whatever action you do if it's positive negative or indifferent you're not necessarily judged for it but then god has an answer or can not meet you in the middle but engage with you so you know if you've done something wrong you have done it wrong even if you don't want to admit it <laughs> yeah i think i think we we can we can certainly relate to that that you know um um not wanting to admit that we um, we are wrong, and um, Ruthie is saying that you know we were taught always taught to fear God, which there is an element of fear God, right? We you know we we do talk about Yirat Hashem, right, or, or you know of, of fearing God, but what does it mean, right? Like if if you think about God Judaism as a relationship, right? Like when we use the word fear, it, it's not a word that we sort of feel a lot of us feel comfortable with, right? It's not a word that we can sort of say, yeah, you know. I, I, I want to work towards loving God and I want to work towards fearing God. So what does it actually mean? So we're going to, we're going to do it very briefly today, but basically the word, the word um, um, for yirat, right, which is the Hebrew word, is, is really awe, right? And, and I'll, give you, I'll give you a little bit of a, a story that kind of um, um, is going to help us come to understand what this, what this awe actually means. Um, and that is there's, there's an Abraham, right? His wife Sarah gets <coughs> by the Philistines by Abimelech, and and because um, he said she's my sister, right? He was what and, and the Abimelech calls him in and says, and you know, God, what happened is God punished him, and he realizes that he, as as soon as he said, he realizes that what happened is that because he had messed up, he was punished, so he now tried to rectify. And he calls Abraham in and he says. Why do you tell me she's your sister? Had I had you told me she's your wife, I never would have gotten myself into this trouble. And Abraham says a very strange thing to her. He says to her, I didn't say that because I knew that the people in this place are not God-fearing people. And I was worried in case you would murder me. Whoa, hold on a second. Isn't that a bit of a stretch? What do you think? You don't think it's a bit of a stretch to say that just because they're not good God-fearing people, they're murderers? You know, Could yes. Be rather than are because they're not going to abide by the I suppose, or to respect Hashem, you're going to be try to be a good person. Okay, okay. If so you you're... don't respect Hashem. You're not going to be bothered if you do if you kill whatever. But but is that is that true? To some. To some. I'm saying like, do we do do we all know people who are not God-fearing people who are not murderers? Yes, of course, right? Like, <laughs> exactly. Just Lindsay don't know that. Yeah, Lindsay's <laughs> laughing because because of course of course we know we know people that are are, are you know, don't believe. <laughs> that is also true. Thank you for clarifying that. Um, um, yes, we, we definitely, we hopefully know many, many people that are not 
necessarily God's fearing people, but I'm not a murderer. So what, what is what is Abraham said? So so we've got a couple of questions that we're going to try and answer, and then we'll come back to bring it all together. So when we talk about fear, we usually we usually think of of fear as this negative emotion, right? But what we when we're talking about our relationship with God, we're talking about awe. And I don't know if this has ever happened to any of you. I, I remember a, a time when we were living in Canada and we were traveling. We went on a road trip. And we went to one of those places that we stopped was at the Grand Canyon. And we were, I, I remember standing at the Grand Canyon. And has anyone ever been to the Grand Canyon? No. 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 It's magnificent. It's absolutely magnificent. And, and you're, I'm standing there. And you fe- I felt like totally small uh, in, in front of this, 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 I don't even know how to describe it. This like amazing, awesome right like literally the word you know the americans always use the word awesome but here it actually and in your i was filled with a sense of like wow right yes you've been to the grand canyon so maybe you can relate to what i'm talking about like you're filled with a sense of awe why because you kind of feel like wow i'm so small in comparison to how magnificent this is and that's the kind of awe that we should be filled for with, with god we should kind of feel like wow god is awesome right and and you know like and in in that word like that that the the literal translation of of the word um um awesome is like you know god is amazing he's so loving and compassionate and giving um um and and you know and and so unlimited and i'm so limited in in comparison that it should fill us with a sense of all right now we're not discussing our relationship with God. obviously there's got to be love as well and and but there's this element of 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 a sense of awe in in when we compare ourselves to god right now we talk about god's um um um, vengefulness right that you know the the Torah talks about god's vengefulness right like you know and we talk we want to go relate it back to our actions what does it mean that god is vengeful and i think sometimes we think of and i, I don't know where this comes from maybe it comes from the christian um, um, ideology of of god as this kind of like this big guy in the sky that he's there um you know waiting to 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 beat us back into shape the minute we step out of line right you know you mess up i'm gonna get you that's not the, that's not the relationship that god has with us right what, what so what does it mean when it says that god is you know, God is, is vengeful, vengeful. It means that God wants the best in us. God wants our perfection. Like literally he wants us to become the perfect version of ourselves, right? Now, if we do it, we do the mitzvahs and we do the good things, then great, God's going to help us along. And if we step off, like just like a parent is going to do to a child, right? Like if you're walking with your your, your, your young child and they step off the road into, into a, um, in, in, step off the pavement into the road, you're going to, Help them get back onto the road, right? So, or if your kid is 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 needs some help to to um um to 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 correct themselves, then you're going to help them, and that's what God does. God sends us messages uh, amongst our life, right? That that he he tells us um that that you know, and these messages, these things that are happening to us, not necessarily a punishment in in a terms of a vengeful way that you messed up, I'm going to get you. It's I want your perfection. I want you to become the best version of you. And I'm going to help you do that. I'm going to send this to you so, so you can take that and help. And, and that will help you become the best version of yourself, 
right? So it's, it's a totally different way to look at, you know, um, um, God's, our relationship with God and, and God's relationship with us, instead of looking at it as like, you know, God is getting me because I messed up. It's, it's God's helping me. God is my coach. God is helping me become my best version of myself. It's all going to find, but I'm going to throw a question at you, which I think I did this in Inside Out. And I think one of the, 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 the women there actually came up with a question of themselves. And the question that I want to ask you is, what's the point of punishment in the world to come then? Right. Great. So we've got punishment in this world and, and or whatever, whether it's challenges or um, uh, you know opportunities, whatever it is, they're there to help us come back. Right. They're there to help us perfect ourselves. What about punishment in the world to come? What's the point in that? We can't fix anything then. Well, that is the fear, though, isn't it? One is of the fears that you want to be as good as person as you can, so there is no punishment in the world. Absolutely, come. absolutely, yes, there is. There is the concept of of the world to come, and 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 it can be, you know, um, um very, I guess, awe-inspiring, daunting. daunting. Yes, when we think about it, I remember um, Seed brought in a whatever this was when we were in lockdown over Zoom. They brought in one of these. I can't remember his name, but he's a fascinating personality. I'll try and put it um, in the group later. But, um, and one of the things that he said that stuck with me is he said, they asked him, he was like, he, he's, he runs a special needs yeshiva and he's um, head of the counter-terrorism in, um, unit in, in Israel. Someone asked him like, how do you go, go, go? Like, how do you do so much? And he says, my one fear is the fear of getting to heaven and not fulfilling my potential. Not, you know, and, and say, you know, and I was like, it really, really stuck with me when he said that, because I think that that can be, you know, a, a super um, motivating factor in a person's life. But what's the point of it? It doesn't seem to fit with this sort of um, theory that we're giving. Am I wrong? The answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Sharon. You can, you can come back next week. <laughs> Uh, the rest of you, you're all fine. I'm joking. You, you can all, you can all stay. <laughs> At least you're honest, right? Um, okay. So now that I've stumped you, I'm going to, I'm, go I'm going to give you an answer, which I think is, 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 is really the crux of it. Is that again, we think, and, and, and we think, you know, we do things, and, you know, whatever. Yes, good. It's good. It's not so good, or whatever. But we don't really think so much about it. The reality is that every action that we take or every action that we fail to take creates something, right? God has told us, right? When God tells us in, in, in the Torah, do X, Y, Z or don't do X, Y, Z, it's because there's a reality that it creates, right? God told us, he creates us, he says, I want you to be my partner in, in, in this world. That's what mitzvah literally means. It means sub, a connection, right? God commands and we become God's partner by fulfilling it in this world, right? So God says, I want you to do X, Y, Z. Right. I want you to do whatever mitzvah it is because that creates something. Right. You know, this um, thing that you're going to do is actually going to build the world. All the positive commands, they build the world. And God says, don't do all these negative things because they're going to damage the world. Now, if you think about it, when you when, when you when you hear about a mitzvah, for example, such as thou shall not kill, it's very clear to us that, yeah, that 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 damages the world if, if, if thou shall not kill. But every single action either builds or damages. So, so when, when, when we do an action, right, we're either building or God forbid we're damaging. And we're human, God knows we're going, we, you know, there are things that we are going to do that are going to damage, damage the world. So he gives us 
teshuva, which is which is uh, again a topic for another discussion, but but a way of how we can it's it's miraculous and it's it's again a topic for another discussion um, of how we can actually fix our our mistakes. But the idea here is that our actions are real, and I think when we understand that our actions are real, we understand where the awe comes into. Because if we think, you know, I'm just like a kid who's playing with my, you know, my toy cars on, on, on a road, then, and which is sometimes the way we live our life. We think, you know, yeah, what, what you know, I do, I'll, I'll do my best, but whatever, what, what difference does it really make? It's different than if we were test driving the newest model of, of a Ferrari, right? You're gonna drive the car or, 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 or imagine, you know, the difference between um, 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 driving a, like a toddler's matchbox car across the road or driving a bus with 30 kids in it, school kids in it. You're, you're, gonna, you're gonna put a little bit more thought into, I hope, I hope, right? You know, when, when you, when you <laughs> yes. We won't go into 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 details here, but um, we won't get personal here. But when when a person when a person does that, right? When a person drives that bus with the knowledge that they're driving with thirty kids in it, they drive it with a certain responsibility. There is a bit of fear. There is a bit of fear there, and it's not it's not a, it's not a, it's not a negative thing. It's a good thing. If the person didn't have fear, then 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 with worry, right? If the person was completely um um like negligent and whatever, like, you know, lazy affair, very like happy-go-lucky about it. It's, it's not a good thing because it's a responsibility. So to sum up where, where, what we've come to so far is when we talk about the consequence of our action, it's not just because you do X, you get a sticker on your chart, you get enough stickers on your chart, God's going to give you a big cookie. That's not how it works, right? If you get a gold star, maybe get a chocolate bar, right? <laughs> or whatever, whatever it is, right? It's that our actions are real, and our actions, and because our actions are real, they have consequences, right? And those consequences, they 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 either create positive things, which is what what you know ultimately what a person um, um, sees in the world to come, or they or they create damage, which has to be fixed in the world to come. So if a person doesn't do um, the 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 doesn't um, achieve their perfection in this world and doesn't do what they have to in this world, then then that's what the world to, the punishment in the world to come is for. It's also it's restorative. It's like it's like going through a surgery in this world, right? It's painful, but it it does it it has to fix what what's what's broken. And when we realize that we're filled with a sense of awe right a sense of awe at how awesome god is and how limited we are in 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 comparison but also a sense of awe that i have the power and the potential to partner with god right i have the power and the potential to partner with god in, in creating in creating something special in the world and when i do when i when i live with that we we, we make our decisions and, and we, we have a certain mindfulness in our life that's different. So let, let, me, let me just throw out, out one final, um, um, one question that we didn't answer, which I don't know if any of you know which question we didn't answer yet. So I throw that out as a trivia question? Which question did we yet answer? What burning question are you all left with now? <laughs> Anyone? No. The first question that you asked. What was that, the first question? About um, love and, what did you say, um, fear and... Right, so, so we, we kind of answered the, the, the question of fear is because 
the fear is is a knowledge of of how of that comes from an it's not you know if i mess up god is going to punish me and 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 you know but do you not think like fear and love like for hashem comes hand in hand yes i absolutely do think that love and fear um, and for hashem comes hand in hand because um and and to be honest I, I you know i think in any relationship you've got to have love and you've got to have fear if you think about like fear is is we think of when we hear fear, it, it gives us that like knee-jerk reaction. But when you think about fear, it's it can be it, it can be a very positive thing, right? Like when when we respect someone, when we have boundaries, right? Like it, it's the, the fear is is the knowledge that God is awesome, right? And the knowledge that that God wants me to to partner with him to create, to do my part to to bring in the world to perfection, right? To you know, any of those, that's what mitzvah is. It's, it's literally a partnership with us with God. God tells me, you know, this is my, this is my wish. And, and, and then I go do it. That's, it's, it's a partnership, right? And when we realize that we have that power, then it's, it's you know, it's, it's, it, it is a little bit fearful. I, I, I think if you compare it to getting into a, a, a school bus where you have to drive 30 kids on a coach somewhere, would you find that a little bit scary? Yes. Yes, and 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 it's a healthy fear because you should be. <laughs> you you you've got a pretty good big responsibility there. A any other questions that we haven't yet answered? Otherwise, I might just leave you hanging. Oh, so so why punishment in the world to come? That's a, that's a good that's a good question. Is, so if you repent, a person who repents for the sins doesn't get punished in the world in the world to come, right? That 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 is that is the miracle of punishment that God of of repentance. That God says if you go through the four steps of of repentance, then then you um will then God says it's as though you never sinned. That, okay, God gets rid of it, right? So why is there still punishment in the world to come for someone who hasn't gone through repent, who hasn't repented? Is because they've damaged their soul. So they, 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 God, they have to go through a restorative purpose, um, um, process that will heal their soul. Think about it again, like if you know, if God forbid, someone burns their skin, right? They may have to go through surgery to 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 get it fixed. That that is what it is. It doesn't, right? So so. Um, um, that that is what it's saying. Someone is asking, what are the steps of, of repentance? Um, it's a great question. It's um, you know, if put it in, um, um, I'll save the live and put it in the in, in the comments, and then I'll answer it in the comments um, there. Okay, so we have one final question. Um, although we're out of time, so I'm just going to leave you like that. <laughs> um, if anyone remembers the question, um, come come tell me. But otherwise, um, thank you, everyone. I hope this has been. And any questions, any thoughts, any comments from anyone? What's the question that you're leaving us with? It's still annoying. Oh, you guys don't. Re okay. So quickly, um, the question was, um, why did Abraham said that a, a God fearing person um, doesn't. It, it could be a murderer like what is he talking about like that that's a stretch that's a really really big stretch so again i know we're running out of time so i'll do it very very quickly but what 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 he was he wasn't saying that you know someone who's who's um, um who's doesn't fear god is automatically a murderer what he's saying is that someone who fears god right someone who understands how Im how impactful our actions are they look at life differently and what's interesting is there there's a law in judaism that if someone who writes 
a safer Torah. It's called a sofer, or um, um, they have to be a God-fearing person. Why? Because um, the, the law is that there are certain mistakes that they make that they can't just rub out and, and fix. They have to actually um, 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 start the whole thing again, right? They have to get rid of it and start the whole thing again. Now, if you think about it, uh, um, it's, it's a huge financial loss. So the person might be tempted to just fudge it over and, and fix it. That's nothing to do with fearing God or not. If someone does that, they're selling you something that's not kosher, they're a cheat, right? But this, this is what, this is what the, the, the Talmud is, is saying, is that very often it's not black and white, right? You know, the, 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 the throwback to the sofa, they'll, they'll have a question. They'll say, oh, is it okay or is it not okay? Now, if they think, you know what, what difference does it make? It's a little bit shorter, it's a little bit longer, then, and I'm going to have to lose so much money. On the other hand, then they are going to, they're going to, they're going to make probably a decision to, you know what, I'll just fix it. Whereas if the person's a God-fearing person and they realize, they say, hold on a second, every action has an impact. And if I pass this off as kosher when it's not kosher, that means that Many, many people are going to read from this Torah. They're going to think they are reading from a kosher Torah when they're not. And they realize, hold on a second, this is a big, big decision that I'm making. The, 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 they will look at the question properly. So that's what, the, that's what Abraham was, was, was telling them there, is that a person who has that awe, right, that Yirat Hashem, that awe of God, is a person who lives life with intention. They realize, you know, my actions are real. My actions have real impact. Let me make sure I'm utilizing them for the best. Did this episode resonate with you? I'd love to hear. You can get in touch with me. I'm on Instagram. It's Gila Ross. Thank you for your time. And I wish you a wonderful day. And please take a moment to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out. Thank you.